How's it going, everybody? This is Just Another Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. This is Hoppy Hour. It's one of our new segments I talked about on a bonus podcast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we did our first one uh, of the bonus, uh, or sorry, the special podcast, uh, The Polis, The Paul Eaton of Galactic Comics, a few weeks back. Uh, and next week, we'll talk to Josh Moulton from Queen City Cinema Club as we um, talk about movie night. So this week, though, we welcome Adam Morissette, my co a guest co-host, um, to talk hoppy hour. Adam owns uh, and operates Deergo Draft Services. Uh, it's a line cleaning service uh, and servicing company based in Bangor, Maine, uh, but does uh, mostly the Bangor area for draft line cleaning, maintenance, installation, all that kind of stuff. Um, and this is our first episode together doing the hoppy hour. Adam had joined us a few episodes back to talk about line cleaning, but this one is to talk about adult beverages. Uh, each episode will feature a topic that's based around a style or a holiday or uh, mostly in the beer category. However, uh, it can feature some conversations about cider, mixed drinks, um, I don't know, uh, hard seltzer and many other alcoholic beverages. Uh, but mostly we'll talk about uh, uh, beer as we did in this episode. Uh, these is, yeah, so here, let me give you a little tidbit first. These episodes are based around an industry that Adam and I work in on a daily basis. Therefore, we do not endorse any specific brand or beverage, or beer, or style, or anything. It's just what we're talking about. But what you will might you will you will see not might see is talking a lot about Orno Brewing Company, um, and mainly because that's my daily life, and so I do that the most. So I have that most knowledge and most information. Um, but also a lot of main breweries because those are the ones we can get our hands on. Um, so we can talk about a specific style. We may talk about New England style IPAs. It may be a lot of breweries from Maine, based on the idea that. We live in Maine. This podcast is recorded in Maine. Um, but we don't endorse anybody. Uh, no brands have paid for advertising or promotions or any of these episodes. No one has given us free beer to allow us to do reviews or to talk about their brand. These are just brands and beers that we drink on a regular basis or have a specific connection to for that episode. So please do not think that we're endorsing or don't by not having a beer or a subject or a style on this podcast on Hoppy Hour. It means we don't want to talk about it or we don't like it. That is not the case. Um, please, as much as I love to have beer sent to me, don't send me beer. Don't ask me to send me beer. We will do beers that we want to talk about and that we get our hands on. That's it. No more. So that's a little bit of a jargon I want to give you at the beginning of this episode. This week, we talked about the effects of COVID-19 on the beer industry as a whole. Plus, we jumped into uh, what to drink on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming up next week, and we wanted to see what Adam recommends her styles. Adam has Cicerone training. He's also been in the industry a lot longer than I have. Uh, Adam has a uh, awesome palate and knows exactly what he's talking about. So what style of beer is your favorite to partake in on Turkey Day? I'll talk about my styles and so on uh, on this podcast. So thanks everybody for tuning in to en and enjoying hop Hoppy Hour. Sit back, kick back. If you're in your car, don't drink a beer. But if you're at home or wherever you can drink a beer, drink a beer. Enjoy this. Um, if you have any questions about what beers we talked about or anything we talked about on the podcast, uh, just do info at justanotherpodcast.com or message us on Facebook or, or Instagram and I'll get at you. Um, or you can, uh, Twitter at the great Justin or sorry, at JM Soderbergh changed a few years back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so enjoy this episode. This is Adam Morissette and myself on hoppy hour on just another podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, this is a crazy world we live in, but we're uh, recording a podcast because we like beer and we like talking. So, and because we'll never be able to be together in person again. So, <laughs> well, we're just talking about that. So, we want to talk. So, today we're we'll mainly talk about uh, Thanksgiving uh, and how we like to drink beer on Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Uh, but I'll touch quickly, and then we'll maybe we'll touch at the end if we have some time too about COVID. Is um, the funny thing is this is probably how I'm going to send my Thanksgiving drinking yes. a beer with someone on a screen yep. and me going, Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Nice to see you. What are you thankful for? <laughs> no, it's absolutely how I'm going to spend my Thanksgiving. And so we talked about that. And I was, the benefit is I probably wouldn't, have, my brother lives in Virginia and my family, like my, most of my family live in uh, Connecticut and then I'm up here. So maybe on Thanksgiving, I would have called, I definitely would have called them, but I would have maybe zoomed or, you know, FaceTime them yep. and called one of them at the same time. 
But this will give us a benefit on Thanksgiving to set a time up and we can all be on the screen at the same time and actually have Thanksgiving together as a full family. Whereas we probably wouldn't have if I traveled to no. Thanksgiving in, in Connecticut or just talked to one or the other. So I think it's pretty cool. I think it's safer. <laughs> and I also have been trying to have Thanksgiving with just me or just me and my significant other for about 15 yes. years now. And now I actually get to do that. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to justify it, which is great. No. And I don't have to drive anywhere. Yep. I can drink as much beer as I want. I can hang out. It's, it's going to be great. It's, it's, it's exactly. perfect. But so, uh, Adam, I, I said in the opening, is a year ago draft services, so he knows a lot about beer. Uh, he also does some Cicerone, Cicerone training. You haven't finished all your stuff yet, right? I'm, I'm just, just getting everything back out this morning to make the final push. So. so are they doing a lot of that digitally now, or can you do it? The you test to- is now. You have to schedule a tasting, but they're trying to do those post-COVID, but you can go ahead and get the written portion out of the way, which is That's really cool. a big part of it. So. 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 I lean on Adam a lot. Adam used to be the general, or uh, like my assistant person at Orono Brewing Company um, and helped run the tasting room and stuff like that. But I leaned on him a lot for tasting, um, quality of beer, training the other employees on beer because Adam does a lot. So that's why I wanted to talk beer with Adam. Uh, just a little synopsis on this. These episodes are going to be a lot like um, just talking around holiday beers or styles or. Um, things that are going on. I mean, some, we might actually talk at one of these episodes about how this brewery got bought out by a bigger brewery or whatever, but something in the news. These are not reviews. We're never going to do that. I give you all that in the, uh, in the opening, but um, let's talk today about Thanksgiving beers. Um, Thanksgiving is, this is releasing on Wednesday, the 18th. Thanksgiving will be a little over a week after that. So you have plenty of time to pick out your styles and grab your beers. And most places in Maine, New England, all that stuff are open Wednesday through Sunday, so you have plenty of time to yeah. go get it. Um, but I know I'm ready for Thanksgiving. So, how do we want to do this? Do you want to do just chat about what you think Thanksgiving entails, or I mean, what do you yeah. want? Like, so here's the deal: you eat on Thanksgiving, right? Yes, a lot of food. A lot. So for me, when I get to my family's house, we talked about not going to my family's house. But when I go to my family's house on a normal traditional Thanksgiving, I don't want totally tubular. <laughs> I no. don't want a double IPA to start the day off because A, you're going to be half in the bag by dinner time, and B, I want to fill up on the food, not on my beer. So I'm going to go towards some sort of light pilsner or a lager or I mean honestly you might see me drink a PBR. Anything that's just easy drinking and uh and to start the day off. That's what I started out with. What are you thinking you start out with? Uh, I mean I think absolutely pilsner is a good idea. Um it's light low ABV, which is nice. I mean, I am always tempted to start the day off with some banger of a beer just to get rolling, which still might happen. Uh, but no, I think Pilsner is a great idea. I was uh, trying to decide like what I would go with for my my day drinking beer. And I, I've landed on Dogfish Head Sequench Ale. Super low ABV, goes a nice kind of citrusy flavor, which is good for starting the morning. Cause like seriously starting to drink at like 9am. Yes. And and you're so right about that because I thought in my mind, it was like, it's like in my mind, I don't have a specific day beer. Like I don't have that, that beer I go to, but that's definitely one that would be on the list because of the fact that it's a mixture between a bunch of things. Like I feel like yes. it's light and easy drinking, but it also has that cool, it's unique enough for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's not a normal day. Like I'm drinking uh, a IPA now, but that's my traditional, just I drink an IPA on a Wednesday or Monday or Tuesday day. With Thanksgiving, sequence is a cool, it's also unique, which is cool. Yeah, and I, I mean, like I said, sadly this year we're all going to be alone, but it'd be a fun one if you had family around because it's something that they might not have normally tried. It's a pretty gentle introduction to the sours, which I think is, most, most people end up liking sours, I think, if they have a good one. Yeah, and actually, did you see, do you follow Intellectual Pooperty on Instagram? If you don't, you need it, to. It. No. You need to, because it's, they did a, they did, they, so if anybody doesn't follow it, follow it, Intellectual Pooperty on Instagram. It's basically us in the beer industry. I'm a des- label designer, um, ripping off intellectual property of other people to make a beer can, make it funny, da 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 um, And it shows the different images. It shows, you know, if you rip off the Kool-Aid one, it shows the Kool-Aid label or design and then your label in it, in it, you know. It's just, it's not calling out anybody. It's just pointing out that there's a lot of intellectual property theft in the beer industry. No one's oh, yeah. questioning that. And it's super fun. But one of them was actually pretty upset because I forget the name of the re- the store. Uh, it's a store in Massachusetts that I know. Oh, Aldi's. They're from, they're all over the world, but Aldi. 
made a their own version, their own brand version of Sequench, but the font and the colors of the can, wow. everything are identical. And yeah. afterwards, in post, I can actually add on the screen what the to show everybody. But this is like it's identical, and I'm like, oh gosh, I understand trying to like get the people into your drink your beer, but like that's pretty, that's stealing. That's not no. And I mean, Sequench is fairly well known. So, and it's just funny because I don't mind stealing, you know, I, no, I wouldn't do it because Marvel, but like stealing Thanos's vibe to put in a can because that's Marvel Comics in beer. Right. But I would never take a Budweiser can and make that look like, or an Oberyn Company can look like a Budweiser can. That's just theft in the, within the same yeah. industry. <laughs> but yeah, so light, easy drinking is where I'm going at. That's like, like I said, I, there's no question I would drink a PBR on Thanksgiving at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's what, and I was going to say the same thing. Sequench is good, but I, even then I'd probably, I'd swap over to something like a PBR pretty fast. And Cause I've learned my lesson. I mean, I'm 34 now and you're older than me. I'm not going to say how old you are, but you're older than me. And I've learned pretty quickly at parties and gatherings and stuff like that. The second you jump into something like an IPA or a new England IPA, there's two things on it. One, you can't have as many cause you get super obliterated early or B you can't have as many cause you're full. And it's yeah. just this, oh, this overwhelming heaviness to it. Don't get me wrong. IPA, double IPA, New England style are my favorite beers on the market. It's just on certain days, certain times, you can't. If you're going to have one or two, understandable. If you're going to have three, four, five, six along the entire day, start off with a sequence, PBR. I would go um, Northern Lager from Oxbow. Yeah. That would be a good one. A 16-ounce can, so you get a nice little thing to it. Um, LBC Call should be nice. Yeah. They would be, uh, or if we used, if we still made the Orner Lager, I'd love that too. A little nice little bottle of that because it seems more Thanksgiving-y. It's open, a, crack open a bottle of Orner Lager. Uh, but yeah, that nice, easy drinking uh, day beer that you can have three or four of and yeah. still cook the turkey, make the stuffing and all that stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, so you mentioned dogfish. That's pretty cool because it's like, I think people forget about dogfish head now. It's interesting. And this is something that we could probably do like a whole episode about. I know you and I have talked about many times, but there's this like tendency now that like the only cool beer is the hyper local beer. And don't get me wrong. Like I try to put most of my money towards it because I, I mean anywhere, but especially here in Maine, I mean, our local industry is so vibrant and we know everybody, but I do feel like sometimes everybody forgets about these bigger established brands that are still making like killer beer i mean dogfish is one of them and dogfish right now is kind of the classic because they're huge now that they merged with uh boston beer company yeah. and so and, and it's still local like I, I like that's the thing it's like it's not like you're drinking a beer from texas this beer no. was based in delaware and then yeah. now they're bought out by boston beer which is or merged with boston beer which is in boston and so it's still new england and it's sam just, has huge ties to maine i mean he oh, comes, huge ties he comes to, to the main beer festivals all the time and he did a collaboration just recently with Booth Bay Harbor. Yeah. Uh, beer. Yep. So it's like, because I think it's really around where he's from or where his, his, his roots are from. Um, so it's kind of funny. It's like people forget about when a brewery gets big enough. And it's, you know, sad as I look at Orno Brewing Company now as a company that I work for, uh, that people will maybe at one point think that way because now we're in Massachusetts and we're going to be in another state soon and da, 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 da. And it's like, I don't want people to get to that point where they're like, oh, Orno Brewing Company, they're too big for me. Yeah. But how does that work? I, I don't well, understand. And, and I think that's my point is that's exactly, it's the, it's that like, they're too big for me mentality that I'm just kind of like, man, you're missing out on some really, really good beers. Like I, I still get dogfish set all the time, but like stone is one of my favorite craft breweries. I, I rarely have a stone beer that isn't like absolutely out of the park. And they're in I, uh, Iceland. Stone is in Iceland. Oh, really? They have Iceland beer. They have, uh, who else is in Iceland? Uh, Founders is in Iceland. So like these great beers from yep. great companies are worldwide and they're still good beer. They're still making the quality. They're still, oh, yeah. a lot of these companies are still privately owned independent brewery yep. companies. So it's oh, yeah. because they're bigger. doesn't make them make less beer. And it's yep. funny how people think that way. Cause if you look at places like, uh, and again, this is nothing against these companies, but main beer company, Bissell, uh, Baxter, people drink those beers all the time. They're the largest breweries in the state. Yep. So like, if you like, think about that, like, just because they're large doesn't mean they make bad beer. No. And that's the thing with Dogfish Head. I think Dogfish Head, I mean, I'll still drink a 60, 61. Is that what it is? Oh, and the 60 minute? Yeah. No, 60 minute, but the other one, 63. Oh, yeah. Or the, um, 
I know what you're talking about. The um, one with great must. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no, there's, there's not many dogfish head beers that I still won't snap up in a heartbeat when I see them at the store. And that's my introductory beer. I mean, a lot of people say Sierra Nevada or all these dogfish head, and it was the documentary series yep. on discovery that yep. brought me into the yes. craft beer industry. Yep. And I could buy those brown bottles, with the dogfish head logo embossed yep. in the actual uh, yep. uh, glass. Um, and I remember that's what I had in the fridge all the time. And so when they yep. have a new beer come out, like when they perfectly made sequench, 100%, yep. drink that on Thanksgiving all day long. Well, I mean, I, I, that's my experience too. It was, I mean, I, like a lot of people just that probably was probably just a few years ahead of you on mm -hmm. being on drinking age. And so I was right at that beginning point where there wasn't a lot of good craft beer. It was all import beer, but yeah, once it started, man, it was dogfish head for me and founders mm -hmm. and like they, they're still like, I, all my memories of early getting into craft beer, are dogfish head and founders. And if you're, if sequench or a lager isn't your style, cause you don't like those lighter beers, think about founders all day IPA would be perfect. If you want an yeah. IPA, because again, low ABV, light, easy drinking. That's my goal to start Thanksgiving is as I'm starting to cook things in the kitchen, grab something that's not going to put yes. me to sleep at six o'clock. Let the turkey do that. Let the stuffing do that. Let the boring, whatever football games on that day do that. Yep. <laughs> Don't let the beer do that. And those big beers like um, Founders, I mean, you know, that's my, my father-in-law, like for years, all he drank was, uh, you know, mass market light beer. And finally it was Founders all, all day IPA that I was able to kind of get him onto something different. And now that's, he drinks that half the time. So, you know, those easily available, more affordable craft options, a lot of people crap on now, but you know, we all can't, we all can't afford craft prices all the time. Like, and I just thought about it too. It's like with you saying something like all day or with us saying even PBR or sequench, those beers are available, huge markets. Like they're here, available in grocery stores and Walmarts and Hannah, like all the different places that are open the eve before Thanksgiving or even Thanksgiving morning, like uh, your local convenience store, exactly. gas station. So if you forgot to get beer or you ran out of beer, <laughs> And for some yeah. reason, something you can happened. Find all day IPA anywhere. You get all day IPA. And I bet I guarantee you, the gas station down the street from me, my house in Orrington, has Sequench available well, because it's yeah. it's a, a Pine State beverage now, and they distribute to all gas stations. So that's another benefit of a beer that's easy to drink. And if you forget, oh crap, I forgot I was hosting someone appropriately with a mask on, distance, social distance. Oh, I don't have enough beer. You can go down the street likely and get yes. a beer to start the day off and then save the good beer that you have for dinner and dessert. And then that way this cheaper beers or the easier drinking beers are the first things you drink. Um, I just thought about that now. It's like, there's definitely times I've been to visit my parents' house and I'm like, Oh crap, I didn't bring any beer. Yep. What can I get? And then those are the kind of beers that I would potentially get at the gas station down the street from my parents. House. Yep. But, uh, absolutely sequence i love it i love the idea behind sequence i didn't even it wasn't even on my radar and that's why i'm doing this that's why i want to talk to you <laughs> now i gotta go to the store I know. <laughs> um do you consistently keep a style or do you just mix it up on the day like do you are you gonna go sours on a day like thanksgiving or are you gonna, gonna mix, mix it up, up a little bit yep. um are you and we're gonna get to it but are you a crack open a nice high-end beer too or is it more just quantity and quality over high like if you're gonna have like a are you gonna grab you're gonna go to your cellar yeah. is my question you don't have to say answer the actual beer yet but are you gonna go to your cellar on a day like thanksgiving or is it oh i i, I would you definitely gotta go to the cellar at least okay. for i would for me that would be kind of my like probably my after dinner dessert beer because the kind of stuff I'm going to have down there is going to be like your big Imperials or your Belgians or something that is what I want after dinner. But yo, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Cause I, I always think about that. I think there's also a mixture and, and, and just a word of advice that we can give to people, Adam is not every beer is sellerable. <laughs> no. So don't always keep your beer, but there's one of those things that's always like, I've had beer in my fridge where I'm like waiting for the right occasion. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's certain beers you can do that with basically anything that comes out of the Oxbow fermentation company um any of obc's everlasting farm series anything that comes out of allagash's you know long-term fermentation stuff um yes you can sell those for multiple years yeah. but if you get a nice ipa that someone gave you and it's the last can do not save that i mean no. you can save it for a couple of months but don't save that don't be like oh, i'm gonna crack open on thanksgiving that ipa bought from order brewing company 
a year ago. Like, yep. drink that right away. So there are certain things, and we can give you some advice on what that is eventually at some point uh, in uh, these hoppy, uh, hoppy hour podcasts. But um, so now I've drank my beer. I've got my PBR. I've got my uh, sequench. I'm getting ready. The turkey's cooking. Throw the football game on. Dinner time. What are we drinking at dinner time? I'm drinking a brown ale. I was trying to think about that. I was kind of stuck between like a porter, a stout, a brown. Um, I mean, you know, I, I love dark beers. So um, I don't know. I like the brown though. It's a little bit less intense and roasty than a stout. And it, it's got, I think, a nice like kind of nuttiness and sweetness that that goes well with stuffing and turkey and you know, trying to find something that kind of hits all, all the stuff that you're going to be eating. So yeah, I was thinking again, that one, I probably would go pretty classic. Like I had Sam Smith nut brown ale as probably my, my go-to for dinner, but and if you know, you, I mean, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yes, exactly. Um, India, Indian brown ale again, talking dog oh, fish head. Absolutely. Going classic with that. I actually too. almost had that on my list. You can't just go all dog fish head though. It's like, it's a dog. And fish that's head exactly. Thing. Exactly. A dogfish head Thanksgiving, which would be fine. Which actually would be absolutely fine. There's no issue with that at all. Um, Gagan's Brown in Bangor, if you want local, it's pretty good. Um, you can also go Classic Stout on our brewing company if you want something yeah, newer. I don't know if they have it now. Like an Oktoberfest would be really nice. With yes. Dinner, you could do like Marsh Island. Island. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are all great too. Something that has a little bit more roastiness, a little bit more depth to it. A little bit um, of that more malty base, so that you're not the hops aren't overwhelming what you're you're tasting. Unless you know, there's something I know. I've seen a couple of people talk about uh, doing a, a juicy IPA with a fried turkey because um, the hops cut through the fat really nicely. That so that would be your one. I mean, if you're doing a fried turkey this year, you could you could go with a hazy. And, and one thing I also love to talk to people about, about pairing, and we, we should do like an actual like episode just about yes. pairing, about in general, like not about holiday, but pairing is that you don't always have to drink and actually it's not always recommended to drink the beer you cook with, uh, with the yeah. beer that you, that you, so if you cook with, you know, uh, sequence for some reason and you drink, it's not always right to drink the beer you cook with, with the beer, the, the food. Um, yes. sometimes you need some drastic, um, some contrasting flavors in that. So just so you know, um, on Thanksgiving, if you're cooking, some sort of beer or something doesn't mean you have to drink that beer as well with it. I mean, if you only need a half a can for your recipe, 100% drink that beer, but right don't then. dump it. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that you don't have to match it. Um, I was also thinking something more like a kettle sour as well, something fruity um, yeah. that, that kind of goes like the cram, like if there's a cranberry one, like the Four yeah. River has a good cranberry one. Um, and not, this is again, not to pitch on a brewing company, but literally canning on Tuesday of this week is the cranberry blood orange fruitful. Um, yep. So that one I think would also be kind of cool if you go the other way of it and like do the sour second instead of you do the Absolutely. sour first. Well, um, and, it, and could work great. Be, I mean, you know, if you had a really nice cranberry sauce or cranberry relish that's part of your Thanksgiving dinner, then having something like that even as your dinner beer would be. Or great. if you're like your, your cellared beer, your beer that you want to open up at the class, like undo the wax or do, and you do Everlasting Farm from Warner Brewing Company or something like Oxbow's Fruited Sours or, or Allagash's Fruited Sours. Those are like, if you're trying to do presentation wise, you're trying to like serve a bunch of people a small sip of everything and you have a couple of bottles. Um, those kind of beers are pretty cool too because like, again, it's that aspect of something special too. I mean, it may not fit directly with what you're doing, but if you're trying to have a celebration, again, this year's a little bit different. But if you're having a celebration, you want to like pull that wax off the top of it in front of everybody and crack that bottle open or you know, cork it or pull a Parker Hall at Orna Brewing Company and savor that thing. Exactly. Those are the kind of ones you want to do is uh, some sort of like cool barrel aged um, sour or something that's been in a, uh, a nice bottle for a long time too. But a brown ale is definitely um, thinking. What about something more along the lines of like Boston lager too, like pushing that oh, yeah. stronger lagers, the lagers that have a little bit more depth to them, yep. um, a little bit, a little bit more malty. To them. Yeah. If you're um, trying to look again, if you, if you want to do a, a Thanksgiving dinner, that's completely domestic, meaning that like localized <laughs> again, all these beers are domestic we've talked about so far, but um, the idea that, you know, you do a PBR cause you're not really into beer yet. You do a, a Boston lager for dinner, hundred percent accessible. Like, you, 
one day you'll get into the the the, the depths of craft beer craft beer oh, yeah uh, but boston lager is a traditional beer that you would never go wrong with in my opinion well, so. and that's something i was trying to think of when i was thinking through this today too is that i mean you and i we're both really into craft beer we could throw out some crazy things but i i think trying to make it accessible to people so that you know, you can say like, what should you get? Well, like if you want a Brown, go get Newcastle. If you can get it down at the grocery store. It's, you know, it's a, it's a great classic Brown. You don't have to go find your local craft beer store and go through the shelves. And, but you know, and there's just nothing wrong with the classics either. So. And and I would tell you right now, most companies, if you live in Maine, most breweries that are in Maine that make a Brown ale on the regular are probably also in your gas station too, because a lot of those breweries are Absolutely. on places like Maine D or Pine State distribution yep. networks. So they're in those local places like a gas station. So like your Gagans or uh, Baxter or any of those places like that. If they make a brown ale, it likely is also accessible. So if you're looking major local, those places will likely have it available. Um, uh, if you're looking for the Marzen, um, like we talked about, um, or uh, Oktoberfest, Marsh Islands on Central. So again, they're in those local yep. IGAs and you're in your places. You're looking craft beer store, then you can get a variety of things. And obviously talk to your people who own the craft beer store, a person working at the counter, they definitely can help you oh, pick absolutely. which the best ones are um, in the area too. So um, yeah, I, I like the idea of the progression you got there. It's this sequence to start off the day, a nice brown ale um, from Newcastle or even, uh, like I said, India, <laughs> sorry, Indian um, brown ale if you want to go Indian to the doctor route. Uh, and I, like I said, I never can go wrong with opening a nice Boston lager um, we were in the basement yesterday cleaning some stuff out and I found my old Sam Adams glassware. Yep. The, the, was it the, oh, per- yeah. what's it called? Is it called the perfect pint? I free- It has the laser etched bottom. Yes. And, yeah. uh, is, is it called, I think it's called the perfect pint. Is it yep. I have, I have a few of those somewhere, probably in storage with all my other stuff that I need to get at some point, but. I thought it was called the perfect pint. Oh, their, their, their definition on their website is our Oh, a perfect pint glass. Yeah, perfect pint yeah. glass. Our pint is perfect. Yeah, it's got the laser etching in it for the bubbles. And yes, yep. so, I'll tell you one thing. Talk about perfect pint. A little off track thing. Clean your glassware though. So like if you want a perfect yes. Thanksgiving, all your glassware, have it nice and clean and crisp. No bubbles on the side as you can. Uh, that means your glassware has a little dust or imperfections on it. Use nice glassware uh, or just drink out of the can. Like I, exactly. the, the misnomer yep. on drinking out of a can is so bad. But so now yeah. we're into dinner. You have your turkey leg. <laughs> you're jumping on your turkey leg. Yep. Uh, and the day's progressing. Now you're well, finished the football game. Everything's going great. Uh, you've Zoomed your family already, so you're all set with that. Yep. What are we drinking for dessert? What are we, first of all, what are you having yeah. for dessert? What's your, what's your dessert pleasure on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's a, a hard one. As you know, I used to joke at, at the brewing company all the time. Like, I'm, I'm really not into sweets. I would always disappoint everybody. They'd be like, I brought cookies. And I was like, oh. Um, I, if I do a dessert, I like really like not super sweet, dark chocolate type stuff. So, uh, um, like I just got a a chocolate tart from Maine Pie Company a couple days ago and like something like that I could do anytime. Um, but I like stuff that's more like focused on like holiday spices. Um, like I could do like a carrot cake or something like that. Um, I love carrot cake. Carrot cake is one of my favorite desserts. Yeah. Love, I love carrot cake. So that's but, a good one. So, or a pie. I mean, a good classic, like strawberry pie, apple pie, something like that. But us who are beer lovers, and if you, we, I wouldn't call myself a connoisseur, but like beer lovers, people who love the craft beer industry and love the, the history behind it and the science behind it, is nothing wrong with drinking your dessert. There's no, no, nothing no. wrong with the idea that if you don't like, you know, chocolate cream pie, which is what I'm going to be making and going for, if you don't like that or you don't like pumpkin pie or apple pie or, or some sort of cake or dessert, just say, you know what? I'm all set. I'm going to open a bottle of beer. I'm going to drink this. I'm going to drink it nice, easy, likely going to be, you know, plus 9%, 10% likely in my book uh, for that, that dessert yeah. beer to kind of finish the night off. Nice warm feeling in it. Um, what are you drinking? I am. I thought this is the one I thought about the most because I, I do. I love the, I love the end of the day, high ABV, like really warm out of a snifter glass kind of beers. Um, so I ended up with way too many, but, um, <laughs> I, but I decided this year, I think I'm going to go for a, uh, Belgian st- dark, strong ale. Um, the ones I kind of, I tried to do ones I know you could find, like if I could find it 21st amendment monk's blood, which is a Belgian dark, strong ale that's, um, brewed on cinnamon, oak chips and figs. 
it's like 12% alcohol. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I would say uh, we're back to Dogfish Head. Raison Dextra. Like the the imperial because raison d'etre is amazing. It's amazing, yeah. but then they made the raison d'extra, which is amazing as well. So literally, you could do a dogfish said Thanksgiving, and I would not be upset if someone's like, yeah. "Hey, this year's dogfish Thanksgiving," I would not be upset. Um, a little bit more if you wanted to go like uh, Golden Monkey um, from uh, oh, Victory, yeah. that would be good too. Um, but yeah, I think there's an arc to me too. I'm gonna probably lean toward towards a a stout, something yeah. nice and uh, some sort of uh, dessert stout. You know, if you have that uh, chocolate pie or like whoopie pie stout um, from the um, Friars would be awesome. Yes. Again, um, this year, and again, this is not me being owner of Brewing Company love. But we've made it for the first time in three years. It'd be Mexican Blackbird stout, that nice, rich, spicy, it's 10% yep. this year. That's what I would go. Or maybe even a Black is Beautiful from any of the places that made Black is Beautiful this yep. year, that, that rich uh, or Stryer Mill, those like high ABV. On my 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 list here, and so that's by Warner Brewing Company. If anybody doesn't know, but um the 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 high ABV, calm yourself down. But yes, the quads are awesome. Your your triples, uh, any of those yeah. kind of things, uh, with something like that has that when you put it in your mouth, your whole face feels flush and warm. Yes. That that kind of like richness to it that I love about the end of the night, calming yourself down, snifter. Like you said, something you can put in a snifter and just relax and, and watch whatever's going on or read a book or whatever. That's the, um, the beer of choice in my opinion too. But yeah, so I'm looking more to the, the Imperial Stout, which I'm not a stout person. So like if it's like, that's the thing. It's like for me, it's, it's Thanksgiving night is yep. my time for that stout. Or even like if you have, I just gave, I, I had one, but I gave it to my best man for my wedding, a Goose Island, the Bourbon County. Yes, like there was a 2017, that would have been a great Thanksgiving day drink. He drank it the other night, pounded it. He loved it. But like the idea that something like that, some sort of barrel-aged stout or barrel-aged beer that you've had for a long time, crack it open, pour it in well, a snifter. That was, as I said, I made a, that was my other side of my dessert list was Imperial Stouts. So I had this year, I don't know why I was thinking, I really like the Yeti series by Great Divide. Um, I had one of those on there, but um I think I still have a few bottles of barreled soles down in the basement from like two years ago. So we might bust one of those open. That'd be great. It gets a little messy at the end of the end of the Thanksgiving day. <laughs> it's a, yes. Like 11, it's, 12% beers. Yes. Which will be different this year again, because there's not as much company over, but um, it is great. You, we talked all about high ABV and stuff like that, which just makes a lot of sense because of that. But you know, we mentioned off the air uh, that you like to drink athletic. That's actually an option too. I mean, if you just plan it out correctly, I mean, they have a golden ale at Athletic, which would be nice yes. to start off the day. They, you can go with dinner with a nice IPA, they have, uh, which they have. They have, have. they have a stout. And they, have, they had an Oktoberfest for a little bit there yep. too. And they start making, because of their production level went up, um, they started making a lot more one-off, like pilot series stuff. So I think they did some sort of pumpkin beer or something. So there is options if you're not into alcohol, like physical alcohol, to do that yeah. as an option. Yeah. Um, the other thing is Adam's uh, big on ciders as well too. So like there's a various options for ciders oh, if you're not, if you're gluten-free in the aspect of you can do different fruited ones like yep. with different fruits in it or heavier ones. They make double ones now and all that stuff. So yeah. there's a bunch of options for you. Um, and I know that like some people aren't into beer. So exactly. just mix, just, just, just decide what you want. Here's yeah. the deal. My whole thing is Adam and I are not perfect. And my, we're, we don't know everything, which as much as yep. we want to tell our wives that we know everything, yes. we don't know everything. Um, let's make sure that, you know, our wives hear that part and save it and record it that we don't know everything. Um, yes. But uh, do what you want. <laughs> yeah. The recommendation, like I said, we talked about is start light, go heavy because of the fact that yep. you have a long day. Thanksgiving is not like Christmas, in my opinion. Think Christmas is one of those things where you wake up in the morning, you open your gifts, you have your cup of coffee, maybe yep. you have breakfast, da, da, da. and then by dinner time or lunch time, one or two o'clock in the afternoon, you start drinking, drinking. Yep. Thanksgiving is one of those holidays where you're cooking all day and you're doing something all day. So it's like you start drinking early and you drink all the way throughout the night. So like, make sure you pace yourself. That's my opinion. Don't make your Thanksgiving uh, forgettable, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. But do your thing. Well, I think, and that you're hitting on kind of something we talked about back at the beginning. It's that same thing now of like where everything's so kind of, oh, you don't drink this beer. You don't drink this beer. Like drink what beer you want to drink. <laughs> like 
if you want to drink PBR all day long, drink PBR all day long. Like, I mean, as you and I, but like we both have worked in the industry. We love craft beer. Like I'm studying for the Cicerone. I think all of that's really fun and great, but bottom line is still drink what you like. <laughs> I mean, if Jungling is your go-to beer, do it. Like, yeah, that's the part that really just gets on my nerves is when I, you, you get that kind of snobby elitist thing of like, I'm drinking the wrong beer because you don't think it's cool enough. Like, and, and, and I have no issue with untapped or anything. I use those to track the beers that I've tried. I never rate anymore. Yeah. When I took the job originally at Gagan's Brewing Company before I came over to Orno Brewing yeah. Company, I opted to never, ever, ever rate a beer again because I can't. Uh, unbiasedly rate a beer anymore. I can't subjectively rate a beer anymore. So me, it's just checking in a beer so I can go, when I go to Nocturnum and see 20 beers on the list, be like, oh, I've tried that beer. At least I'll try something new. Or I've tried that beer. I remember trying that beer. That beer was amazing. I want to have it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I have no issue with your, your untapped world. But also on Thanksgiving, just wait till the end of the night or wait till the next day. Enjoy the day. The beer is, enjoy the beer for what it is, not for what you're doing for achievements or social recognition or, you know, if you want to drink PBR on Thanksgiving and you normally don't drink it on Thanksgiving, no one needs to know. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, We watched, uh, my wife and I watched on, um, last week, we watched The Social Dilemma. Yes. On Netflix, the one about social media. First of all, highly recommended for everybody to watch it. Still use my phone. I still have Facebook. I still have Instagram. So it's not going to convince you not to get on it. It's just a fascinating subject to get into. And that's what I see in the beer industry with untapped. I feel like people try beer too much now to put it on untapped to say that I tried this beer to say I have 1500 check-ins to say I have whatever thing. Um, look, you know, look, look at me. I have Treehouse. Like that's the, I love Treehouse. Treehouse makes unbelievable beer, but also so does, you know, places in Portland. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. and so, so drink what you want on, on Thanksgiving. It's definitely, you know, different. It's a day to celebrate your family. It's a day to celebrate. So obviously there's bad ties in history to Thanksgiving, but what I like to take out of Thanksgiving is it's time for me to celebrate my relationship, my family. I have a family right now, which is me and my wife. Uh, I like to thanks, uh, Thanksgiving to talk to my parents and say, I love you guys. I was originally planning to take time off and going to Connecticut. Um, this, the big C had different plans <laughs> and wanted to, uh, me to keep me home. But again, I'm rolling with the punches in 2020. And that means that I'll drink beer at home and relax at home and hang out with my, my wife and, and, and Zoom my family. Um, I'll tell you right now, this is the hardest week so far for Orono Brewing Company as my company, uh, as the company I work for. Uh, this was the roughest uh, week, if you would think of sales, uh, since COVID, since we opened back up in July. Yeah. Um, because of, um, it's just, it's a crazy world we live in. And so if you can, we talked about Dog Vichette, we talked about Sam Adams, we talked about all these companies. Um, they all need your support as well too. Yes. But if you can, in this Thanksgiving season, shop local, shop in your actual backyard. If you have a brewery in your backyard, go there because they're all suffering, especially, and this is, not, this is gonna actually not promote Orna Brewing Company, especially if they're considered a tasting room and not a restaurant if they do not serve food because come cold, cold, cold weather right now, they're not allowed to have indoor seating. So support them. Do that. Um, I, I could give you a list of them, but I'm not going to want to leave anybody out uh, on this list because that's just bad. Um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, we can circle back on Thanksgiving in a second here, but what have you seen from a person who works in the industry but also has had a separation of it that you've seen in the COVID has affected things? Like, have you seen, I mean, you're not obviously going, you're a beer person. You're not going to breweries. No, um, not going to breweries. Um, like you said, I, th- I think, uh, like I see a few of them that are still doing kind of, you know, delivery options, stuff like that. Um, I, I think as we get into winter and things get bad, that's going to be a, a good option for a lot of breweries to lean on double kind of double reasons because of the virus and it's cold. So people love to not have to leave their house. Um, so that's something I need to be more conscious of. I haven't really been looking at the breweries that are trying to do delivery, but the ones that I know LBC did for a while. Um, but like, if, you know, 
try to use those services as much as I can too. And, and I don't know, I, I think there's a beer delivery service now, kind of like car hop. Car is that hop. what it is? Yeah. I saw something about it. So I know nothing about it or if it, it is local or... now so if, i mean we're we adam uh lives in the bangor area i live in the bangor area it is in bangor now there's a few breweries i believe mason's is using it now gotcha. i believe there's talks that uh i don't i don't, don't want to spoil it for them but there's talks that gagan's is going to be using it um soon so the yeah. idea that um there are delivery services there is a fee but the cool thing about the delivery beer services now like car hop um uh, is uh there's a delivery fee it's like 7.99 i think it is but they also will deliver the food from those places too. So like, yeah. for example, like Mason's and Gagan's both have restaurants. Um, so if you want to order a pound of wings and a six pack of beer from Gagan's, you can do right. that and they'll deliver it to you. Yeah. And I believe it's seven miles for, for the seven ninety nine, and then up to 10 miles for a small extra fee. So I'm two miles away in Orrington from Gagan's. So, yes. so that means that someone in Bucksport could likely order um, oh, yeah. five miles from me and probably get it, um, delivered for the, the fee. Um, and so if you're looking to support multiple local companies, cause car hop is also a main owned, like the, the companies from Portland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're, you're just start supporting someone in Maine. Yes. Have it delivered. If you can, and you want to get out of your house, my wife, Taylor and I just want to get out of the house and drive somewhere. We'll go pick up food. Like we've done, Yep. Chinese food or whatever, we'll go get it instead of having them deliver it to us so that we can go out and get in the car and drive around. Yeah, that's, and we, we do that quite a bit. Um, but, but the idea that some of these places are trying to, to do it, and, 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 and I can't say I'm for or against. I don't have an opinion right now on it because I don't know too much about it. But like with Biden as our president-elect, uh, there's a possibility at some point uh, between uh, January 20th and March, there's a shutdown. Um, a lot of these you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, essential businesses will still be open. Some of these places like Orno Brewing Company will allow to sell beer out of our back door. Yeah. That's, we had a great surge of people who yeah. supported Orno Brewing Company from March 15th until we opened in July yeah. um, to support beer every week to help keep us going. Yeah. I, re I remember the, I remember all the weekly deliveries and pickups being laid out on the tables and it was pretty impressive. And Cal, who does not work for Orange Brewing Company anymore, who has moved to Western Maine, I utmost respect for him because he handled it great. He did it all great. He came to your house. He dropped the beer off, uh, which is great. And it's something that I will say in the beer industry that the state uh, and the, and the um, governing bodies of the state have done well is allowing us as breweries do things that we should we never would have been able to do without a virus. Um, deliver beer to your house was against the law. So like yeah. now it's like this is huge for a lot of us, and I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, but I think that I think the biggest thing for a lot of us is we want to keep our doors open. I think yep. uh, breweries in the size that Orno Brewing Company is and the breweries that are size that are Baxter or Maine Beer Company and, and Bissell and those bigger breweries in the state of Maine um, will be okay. We'll survive. It's the local breweries that, that, that if, the, if your brewer, the head brewer of that company is also working another full-time job. Yeah. Those are the ones that need some support from us. Exactly. And I'm not saying they all make amazing beer. I'm not saying they all make bad beer. I'm just saying that like yep. it does deserve some sort of support from us, whatever it is. If you think that someone, you know, enjoys that kind of beer, send them over that place. Um, because I, and I'm not saying do this over anything else, but I'm in the beer industry. Right. And so me, I'm focused right now on the beer industry and helping the beer industry. And that, yep. you know, we make, as a brewer industry made $260 million worth of industry profit or uh, revenue to the state in yep. 2018 or 19. That's huge for the state. So yeah. keep this going. We're a Mecca for craft beer in the state. And so go to your local place, go. And, it, and that also includes going to IGA and brewer and buying beer off the shelf. That does not mean you have to go to the actual location. If you buy beer off of a shelf in a location that sells beer, it has to be replenished, which helps the brewery. Yep. Financially, it's not the same, but it does help the brewery. So just yeah. buy craft beer. Um, I said PBR. PBR is probably the only larger brewery that I buy beer from. Yep. Um, it's PBR. And I don't buy that often, honestly. Um, but buy from a craft independent brewer. You'll see it on the can. Yep. It's an independent brewer's logo on it. Um, those are independently owned. Uh, I will say the one thing we can do on these podcasts, Adam, is say you don't have to buy Budweiser. 
I don't no. have a problem saying that at all. <laughs> so there's things that I can't say and we can't say because you want to obviously be uh, politically correct in a sense. Um, but don't buy big beer. I, I can say that because there's a bunch of us who are working our butts off to make these things um, successful and profitable. Uh, and that's the way to do it is to buy craft beer. Yep. And so I drank to that, by the way. I don't know. There if you go. But um, <laughs> in your cow, what's the glass you got? You won that on a. Uh, oh yeah, from the um, Kevin Eastman fan club. Kevin Eastman fan club. It's the secret of the brews. See there you go. See now I feel like we need a beer. Can we do a beer with Kevin Eastman? That's called Secret of the Brews. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the effect of COVID on the brewing industry has actually not been as, a, as I hate to say it. So, so when I talk with uh, Lisa Sturgeon, she uh, runs uh, Getting Married in Maine. She's, it's, yeah. a, it's a marriage. Um, she does like full service marriage. So like she'll plan your wedding, but she'll also actually perform your wedding. And we talked about how there are positives in this negative, which is COVID. Yeah. Uh, and positives are, um, there, there are companies that are out there like Baxter put an article out in Bangor Daily News that says they're going to make 5,000 more barrels, no 500 more barrels than they did last year. Yep. So they're, they did 19,500 barrels in 2019. They'll do 20,000 in 2020. So there are breweries that are actually going to be okay. Like there's breweries that are not going to have an issue here. There's not an impact on that aspect of it. Well, that's what and, you mentioned. You hit like the... <laughs> having a brewery at with a production, you know, a production level brewery is a good time, but you got to think about your, your tap rooms and your breweries that depend a lot on their tap room sales. If they're real small and they're, they're absolutely getting nailed right now. And so the idea that, um, mask up, stay your distance, but go and if you can, if you feel comfortable going out, go to these small places and buy beer, because it definitely works uh, to your benefit because that place will be there next week. And, and that idea, the talk, thing I'm talking about, like buying local, is Orono Brewing Company is one of three brewing companies in Orono, right? Yep. But it's only a hop, skip, and a junk from Bangor, yep. which has a few breweries, from Brewer, which has a few breweries. It's the places that are like, honestly, Northern Maine, your first mile brewing company is in Northern Maine. Uh, I, I'm only saying that because it's the only brewery I know in Northern Maine. Um, those are the places that are going to be affected a lot more than places like Orner Brewing Company because we have a lot more people, a lot more um, sales. We have sales in multiple states, all that yep. stuff. Um, but yes, buying craft over Mac or over you know big beer uh, is where it's where it's at. Yes, I'm not saying that I don't want big beer to be there because you know it does help. Big beer helps us drive our industry in a way right. that would be when, good. So. It's, it's not going anywhere. So. No. But, um, but yeah, so the COVID has actually affected some breweries. There has been some closures, um, uh, but there has been um, some expansions. Orner Brewing Company just bought property in Orono to expand, yep. to make sure that we have ability to expand. We're not expanding right now. We have the ability. We launched Massachusetts. And actually, that's one thing. It's actually cool. I don't know if you've seen this from other breweries because you obviously aren't just connected to one. Um, there are people who've opened multiple states like breweries that have expanded to yep. states that they've not normally been into with this craft beer boom um, or boom, I should say, but boom because of COVID of we COVID. opened, we opened Massachusetts. We opened Rhode Island yep. because we had beer made that need to be sold that all of New England wasn't buying so, or all of Maine wasn't buying. So it's pretty cool to see that expansion as well. I, I don't know if you've seen that or not, but yeah, but wrong one. Um, so yeah, so Thanksgiving, go over your quick Thanksgiving again. All right. My day drinking early day beer is, uh, some kind of light sour, a Goza Berliner Weiss. I went with Dogfish Head Sea Quench Ale, but you know, lots of available beers out there right now. Um, my dinner beer, I went with a brown ale, Sam Smith Nut Brown Ale, Newcastle, something like that. Or like I said, I'm trying to do these generically like any local brewery near you go find their brown ale. Like this is just ones I'm throwing out there that are easy to find. And then my dessert beer is a, uh, a str Belgian strong dark ale. So something that's just real high ABV, like you said, has that just kind of warm feeling to it when you drink it or my other list, was it some kind of Imperial stuff? Yeah. 
And that's what I went. So I went with like a PBR, honestly, again, if you're going to buy big beer, I think PBR is the one that I would buy. But also I've got your Northern lager from um, Oxbow. Uh, I think Gagan's is still making press two, which is a Mexican lager. Um, Your Kolsch, we don't have it right now in Oregon Brewing Company, but if you have a a stashed can of Kolsch, that's one of the cans I wouldn't mind you holding on to. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) Or no lager, same thing. Something lager, crisp, light, easy drinking. Um, I went with um, something like a sour, uh, kettle sour, some sort of cranberry, cranberry blood orange. Or um, if you are going to want to have a presentation on your Thanksgiving because you have a close-knit family that lives in the same house and you want to open something, um, barrel-aged like a, a Everlasting Farm or an Allagash or an Oxbow, some sort of fruited sour. Um, or even if you're trying to get to the local gas station and buy your beer, a Sam Adams Boston Lager, awesome option. And then I went with a, like a nice Imperial Stout. I, I would go more um, pastry stout-ish. Yes. Uh, if you have a, barrel, a, a nice little bottle of Bake Shop on the corner, maybe that yeah, would be worth it. a great dessert option. And so that is like an option because Adam, what we talked about is Adam doesn't like desserts that much. So a nice dessert for him would be a beer. And yeah. so that's pretty cool. So Thanksgiving is next week. Uh, I hope Adam, are you doing yours obviously digital because you live in Maine and your family does no, not live it's in just Maine. Gonna, it's just going to be Annie and I here probably doing multiple Zooms with people throughout the day. And So that's good. So I will be texting you because you're amazing and I love you guys so much. So I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to have an actual beer in person with you. And one of these days we need to, even if it's 15 feet apart, I don't care. Uh, we need to do this. Uh, so those are our options, but drink what you want on Thanksgiving. Just have a nice beer. Relax. This is a freaking crazy world we live in right now. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Do not associate with people that are not in your (laughs) direct circle. Wear a mask. (laughs) Let's curb this freaking virus right now and let our anxiety and all just make this final push together. We can be having beers together in six months. It's just, so, but if you are with your family because you live in the same household, your next door neighbor or whatever it is, enjoy what you want on Thanksgiving. We're just giving you some advice uh, on what that can be look, what that could look like. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Adam, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Uh, next time we'll talk something about a specific style. Yes, absolutely. I think we could start it off with New England IPAs Perfect. because it's a very big uh, category, uh, and we can talk about that. And then we can like plan ahead of time and have the beers in front of us. Um, I was hoping at some point when this is actually going to launch this segment, we'd be able to sit at a freaking location and drink. Like it's freaking crazy, man. Well, it's just, even now, just as we're entering this third surge, I was thinking about that this morning where when the numbers were looking good, we had talked about sitting on opposite ends of the Bangor. OBC tap room and just talking to each other across the tap room. But even that, not, not, that's not even a good idea now. So no, it's not, but guess what? In December, we'll both get the vaccine exactly. and we'll do it in January. Yep. <laughs> so sounds good to me. Um, yeah. I really appreciate it, man. Uh, enjoy. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously text on Thanksgiving, but really enjoy you coming on. This is hoppy hour. Um, join us every six weeks or so. I don't know what we're figuring it out now. Um, our next episode, I actually think, I don't know, we have a tentatively set up for December to do yes. a Christmas, the same idea, but yeah, for yeah. Christmas. I like it. Uh, and I have some cool ones because I'm glad there was one that I can't wait to talk about that wasn't brought up on this episode, which I'm great about. So we'll, we'll keep it a little cool. secret and we'll talk about it. But All right. um, cheers, Adam. Cheers, man.